Welcome to He Restores My Soul with Jannie Ortland and Heidi Howerton, where you can find encouragement for your busy life through God's renewing mercies. Welcome, everyone, to He Restores My Soul with Jannie Ortland and Heidi Howerton. And here we are, Jannie, in January. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you, Heidi. I'm so glad to be sitting across from you podcasting in this new year. Thank you for all you do. Oh, you're so sweet, Jannie. We were just sitting here talking about the new year, and I feel hopeful that it's 2021. I was excited to start the new year. You know, we we don't know what this year will hold, but I've been meditating on 1 Corinthians 13, 13 that says this, So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. I love that, Jannie, hope that as long as we have Jesus, we will always have hope on this world, no matter where we go and no matter what comes, that hope will always abide with us. I love that, Heidi. We weren't planning to talk about this today, but I think the Lord is bringing our conversation here, and it reminds me of my father-in-law, Ray Ortland Sr., who was a pastor for many years. And had many things he had to walk through in life. Towards the end of his life, he had pulmonary fibrosis, which was very hard. But he was a man filled with hope, even in the midst of dying. And one of his favorite verses he would quote to me often was from Romans chapter 15, 13, where it talks about, may the God of hope you know, that's one of his names, the God of hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Mm, what a great verse, Janie. That's a that? good one to meditate on too. Yeah, I really love it. Oh, dear listener, find a verse to meditate on. We're not talking about meditating today. We're talking about goals, but but find a verse to meditate on for this year or the next six months even. Maybe you need a verse of hope. Maybe one of these verses could be something you can just camp on and talk to yourself about when your mind wanders. Yes. And remember that we always have hope. I just, I'm so thankful for hope in this new year. Yes. Yes. Well, here we are in our first week of 2021. One And I wonder what our listeners are thinking as they look back into 2020. Oh, my goodness. I just oh. want to go hide under my blankets. <laughs> I know. Maybe like me, it's good riddance. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, maybe some of you have lost a, a loved one to this wretched virus. Oh, my. Or maybe you know someone who has. Maybe you've fought through it yourself. Heidi and I have a dear friend whose family has really had a bitter struggle through this virus. I think we all understand a little bit better just how fragile life is, how short it can be. Don't we, Heidi? We do. And that's such an interesting place to be, Jannie, when we're more aware of how fragile life is. Yes. We know life is always fragile, but I was just thinking about this last night and praying about it as I went to bed, that some seasons we're just more aware of how fragile it is and how do we walk with that, that weight and that awareness. Yes, yes. Aren't you glad we have the Lord who wants to restore our souls with hope, even when life is so fragile. 
Well, a, a worldwide pandemic surely makes us think about the reality of death and about life after death. Thinking about eternity brings us to our topic for today, along with hope, <laughs> which is living a life with focused purpose, with biblical intentionality. We want to be women who live our lives with a God-driven purpose. What is your will for me, Lord? Why did you create me? Why did you make me and put me on earth at this time among this group of people? We talked about that in our final episode of 2020 a little bit, but Heidi and I wanted to just circle back once more to this topic as you begin your new year. Like me, you may be thinking through how best to invest this new year of grace, 2021, for Christ and for his kingdom purposes. I think, and Heidi agrees, the early days of January provide the perfect opportunity to prayerfully think through and clarify our lifetime goals or scratch ones that really aren't the ones we want, and begin working on new ones in order that we could follow Paul's teaching in Ephesians chapter 6 to make the best use of our time. We want to be ladies who do that. We don't want to be spinning our wheels. We don't want to be sucking our thumbs in (laughs) self-pity. Heidi laughs because she knows I do that sometimes. (laughs) No, I laugh because I do it too, Janie. Oh, yeah. It's like, again, Lord, Heidi and I I were just talking. I don't want to walk through this again. Haven't I walked through a hardship like this already? Yeah. Yeah. We feel that sometimes, don't we? But we want to make the best use of our time. Okay, Lord, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to try to rejoice and be glad in it. You've promised me your mercies are new Every day. That means today when I get up, I have new mercies for whatever you're going to bring me today. So help me to focus and make the best use of my time, Ephesians 5.16. As I've been thinking about walking into this new year, I found myself wondering, I wonder what my friends and family would say about me if I die in 2021. Which I just might. I'll be. Jenny, I'm 71. sitting over here making a horrible, ugly face. I don't like that idea. You're going to live to be 130. We still have many good <laughs> years together. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine someone that old? <laughs> that would be really sad. Um, but I do, because Heidi, all of us have a death date. We, we all know our birth date. None of us knows our death date, but the Lord does, and he's fine with it. He's not wringing his hands, anxious, worried. He knows. He's not sitting across from you making ugly faces when you talk about your death date. (laughs) But we do. We tend to think of death as the enemy. I just want to say right now, I don't feel that death is my enemy. I feel, in a sense, it's my friend in that I'll take my final breath here on earth, my next so to speak, celestial breath, will be in front of Jesus. And I'll, my race will be done. You know what it's like, Heidi, to finish a hard race. Well, I do wonder what my friends and family might say if I die in 2021. But I think I still have some things the Lord wants me to get done. Would people think of me 
as a woman with a single-hearted devotion to God? Would that be evident? I like to call it a, a sweet madness for Jesus, where I, I just love him so much it's obvious to anybody near me. I wonder if my closest community, my children, my grandchildren, my co-workers, my friends, my small group, my disciples, do they feel loved and listened to, cared for, and served well? I wonder, Heidi, are there those outside of Christ today who will be loved into his kingdom because God helped me to obey this year, Hebrews 13.6, which says, do good and share what I have. So those are questions as I enter into a year I like to think about. Okay, Lord. As I'm rethinking my schedule this month, I find myself asking, where do I need to change in order to live more earnestly for Christ? Where do I need to change to lovingly serve His people and to eagerly participate in His kingdom work in more eternally significant ways? And from those goals, I'm forming a few measurable short-term goals to be completed, hopefully, in God's timing and with his help, by December 31st, 2021. Now, listener, to develop short-term goals and for this podcast to make more sense, you need to have carefully thought through your lifetime goals. And Heidi and I talked about that last week in episode 85. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, we suggest you stop and listen to it before you go on here with this next step. I want 2021 to count. I want to live it with purpose. I don't want to write goals and then just have them lie there on a piece of paper with absolutely no eternal impact. So I get to the end of the year, and there they are, unfulfilled, unreached, unthought about, unprayed over, just there. What a waste of time. So each January, I look over my 11 lifetime goals and see which ones need to be worked on the most. And then I write a few short-term goals. I don't write short-term goals for each long-term goal. I mean, that could end up being 50 short-term goals, and I'd drive myself nuts. So I write short-term goals, a few, either for the year or for the next few months. I did that recently, and I wonder, Heidi, dare I share them? Oh, if our listeners know them, they might ask me how I'm doing, and that's scary, and, but it's also really helpful. So do you think I should, Heidi? Yes, Janie, I definitely think you should share them. I think we learn so much just by hearing from you and listening to you and also getting a vulnerable peek into what your life is like. All right, I'll share them. And Heidi, you chime in too where you want to. (laughs) In light of my lifetime goal of knowing God better through a lifetime study of His Word, I want 2021 to be a year of going deeper with Christ. I want to know him better, love him with greater joy and delight, and experience his nearness in my day-to-day life. The verse I've been meditating on the last few months is from Colossians 1.10, and part of it says, 
walking in a manner which is pleasing to the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. I'm going to spend all eternity increasing in my knowledge of God. I'll never get to the bottom. I'll never know Him as He can totally be known, because He's unknowable in that way. But this year, I do want to get to know Him better. So as part of that goal, I'm purposefully lengthening my daily times with Him. I'm spending more time in His Word, lingering over passages that draw me in, and choosing verses to meditate on or to memorize. I'm asking God to draw near to me as I commit to expand my time with Him to a minimum of one hour each day. Now, some of you with young children, that might be discouraging to you. So don't panic. I couldn't do that when my children were little. I tried every day to map out 30 minutes, and sometimes even that was interrupted. But now that my children are gone, I can get up early before my day begins and spend an hour with the Lord. So that's my short-term goal, to spend an hour, a minimum of one hour each day with Him. Or in light of my lifetime goal to raise a godly family— I want to give myself more to my immediate community of 14 grandchildren. Oh, they live so far away from me, sometimes it just hurts. How can I give them something of myself this next year? How can I tell them my love for them and leave a legacy of warm, God-centered connections that they might know who God really is? Well, I've decided, and I'm going to try to do this, I've decided to do this another year and wasn't as successful. So Heidi, I need you to help me with this. Hold me accountable. Ask me how I'm doing. Or listener, you can as well. I'm committing to write one personal note per week, handwritten, with maybe a slice of gum or some stickers or a fun worksheet to color, one to a grandchild. And because we have 14, that means it'll take me 14 weeks. That's okay. If I miss a few weeks, I'll just keep going on the next grandchild. Something so that they'll receive something over the next three to four months. One thing from their mamie, that's what they call me, that says, oh, dear grandchild, you are so special to me. I think about you a lot. I miss you. I love you deeply. I pray for you every day. Here's a little note to let you know that. That's in light of my goal to raise a godly family. What about, oh, in light of my lifetime goal to spend my energies, physical, intellectual, spiritual energies, showing others Christ and His Word? I want to give myself more to the cause of Christ in this world. Why did God create me and put me in this part of the world at this time of history? Why did he bless me with renewal ministries and this opportunity to podcast? So I've decided that I'm going to revise. This is my short-term goal. I'm excited about this one, Jannie. Well, I need your help with this, Heidi. I want to revise my discipleship lessons to be able to podcast about them so our listeners can share with them. And then the second part of that uh, goal is I want to have my book proposal done by June 1st for my next book. 
That's so good, Janie. Thank you for walking us through that. It's just how I love how practical your goals are. They're not these long goals. That's something you've always helped me with. I'm so wordy. I can come up with these are the 15 short term goals that I'm working on right now. And then I get overwhelmed and I don't do any of them. So I love how simple and practical and short you've made your short term goals. Well, I need to. And I need to have a deadline like June 1st or December 31st, 2021, to keep working toward. Remember, Heidi, we've talked before about how our goals need to be smart. Yes. Do you want to go through those, that acrostic for how you can think through if this is a good, a workable goal? Yes. Like Janie said, an acronym we use to think through our goals is SMART. We want our goals to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So we want to have a specific goal with an end date. So we'll know, have we achieved this or have we not? We want them to be measurable. So we can, instead of just saying, I want to work out in 2021, are we committing to, I want to work out two days a week? I want to exercise three days a week. What does that exercise look for? How long will that exercise be? So that we can look back and know, have we accomplished this or have we not? Yeah, it it really is helpful to think through, are my goals smart? Are they specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, timely? That really is helpful. Well, my days are numbered. So are yours. We can pray along with Moses from Psalm 90. 12. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. By living in that reality of our days being numbered, God will help us to, as Paul teaches us in Ephesians 5, to look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time. Oh, I need this reminder daily. What is the best use of my time? How can I walk in wisdom today? How do I live in a way that shows I truly believe that my days are numbered? I want every day in 2021 to count for eternity. How about you? Let us know if you have specific goals. We'd love to hear from you. And may God Restore all of our souls as he teaches us to number our days. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is generously funded through Renewal Ministries. If you would like to discover more about Jannie and Ray's ministry or make a donation, visit their website at renewalministries.com. If you have a question for Jannie or would like to learn more about this podcast, please visit our website at herestoresmysoul.org.